Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Are Rare Earths the next pawn in the U.S.-China trade war? By Clint Finley. Since the Trump administration blocked sales by U.S. companies to Chinese telecom giant Huawei last month, the world has waited for Beijing to retaliate. Previously, the trade conflict between the U.S. and China centered on escalating tariffs. While tariffs make things more expensive, they don't cut off supplies entirely. But when the U.S. Department of Commerce effectively forbade U.S. companies from providing U.S.-made technologies, including chips and crucial software like the Google Play App Store to Huawei, it was a major blow to one of China's highest-profile companies. One possible arena for retaliation in the minds of analysts, rare earth elements. China's the leading producer and processor of rare earths, with about 37% of the world's reserves, according to a U.S. Geological Survey report. The substances are used in a wide range of products including smartphones, airplanes, and medical devices, as well as military gear such as stealth technologies, radar, and night vision goggles. Neodymium, for example, is used to make magnets found in smartphone speakers and haptic feedback devices, while terbium is used to make solid-state hard drives. There's not a lot of money in the rare earth trade, the Geologic Survey report put the value of U.S. imports at $160 million in 2018. But their key role in many products means China could strike a blow against the U.S. without great harm to its own economy. From a purely dollar standpoint, these exports don't generate a lot of revenue, so Beijing might be calculating that they could do some harm to the U.S. economy, says Martijn Rasser, a senior fellow at the think tank Center for a New American Security. To drive home the possibility, Chinese President Xi Jinping last month toured a rare earth processing facility. A few days later, the People's Daily, the official paper of the Chinese Communist Party, floated the idea of an export ban. Such a ban would cause significant economic pain to the U.S. and be an acute national security threat as well, Rasser says. A Commerce Department report earlier this month included rare earths on a list of materials considered critical to the U.S. economy and national security. It's possible that China wouldn't go so far as to cut off supplies entirely. China would lose revenue, and the reputation as a global supplier would be severely tarnished, Rasser says. But as the trade conflict wears on, the possibility for more drastic retaliation from Beijing increases. 
The U.S. has a limited supply of rare earths, about 1% of the world's reserves, according to the Geologic Survey. There is a rare earth mine in Mountain Pass, California, in the Mojave Desert near Las Vegas. There are also mines in Australia, Burundi, and Myanmar. Brazil, India, Russia, and Vietnam all have large reserves. But nearly all the rare earths used in products that reach the U.S. are processed in China, including ore mined in Mountain Pass. So while U.S. companies might be able to diversify their sources of rare earths in the long term, in the short run, the U.S. will remain dependent on China. Ores containing these rare earths typically contain radioactive material like thorium. To be useful for industrial purposes, rare earths must be isolated from raw ore through a complex chemical process that leaves behind radioactive waste. Other countries have been fairly happy to let China take on all that processing, Rasser says. It's a dirty business. One of the few rare earth processing facilities outside of China is the Australia-owned Linus Advanced Materials Plant in Malaysia. The facility has long been controversial, though the Malaysian government recently said it will renew Linus's license to operate. A prior processing facility shuttered in 1992 due to health and environmental concerns. The U.S. has been preparing for the possibility of a rare earth export ban since at least 2010, when China reduced rare earth exports. China eased restrictions in 2012, after the World Trade Organization agreed to hear a complaint filed by the U.S. China dropped export limits for rare earths in 2015. President Donald Trump signed an executive order in 2017 instructing federal agencies to ensure the availability of critical minerals such as rare earth elements. This month's Commerce Department report suggests a few ways to do that, including recycling rare earths and other materials, developing alternatives, diversifying supply chains, and increasing mining on federal lands. Rasser believes developing synthetic substitutes would, if possible, be the best way to go. But independence from China remains years away. Mountain Pass plans to open its own processing plant next year, but it won't be close to fulfilling U.S. needs for quite some time. Any other new plant, such as one proposed by Linus in Texas, would also take years to prepare. That's a problem even though America has stockpiles of some critical minerals. If an export ban lasted long enough, you'd get to the point where you'd have to decide to stop production of certain items, Rasser says. Pretty soon, the U.S. government would have to start making some decisions about how to distribute these materials to be able to produce certain things. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.